Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. I announced a couple of times on a, on a few episodes of doing a live Zoom live Fridays at noon. Had one today. Uh, I had uh, one participant chime in, Patricia, longtime listener, been on the email list, and we got some some real good one on one time. I got to answer some questions that she had been worrying about about, we're not worrying about, but thinking about when it comes to the economy, investing opportunity. Uh, very, very wise lady. I'm um, good conversation. Uh, and uh, so here, here's our conversation. Very informal. Uh, and I'm going to start posting uh, these sessions on, on, on Saturday uh, or Sunday, whenever I get to it. But enjoy the conversation. Give me some feedback. Uh, y'all enjoy your day. Uh, interest but 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 while i have you here is there is there anything specifically you had a question on anything you want to hear more on the podcast or uh and if you don't mind like just share share with you with me what topics you like about the podcast so far and um what i can do more of well you know i do like the variety of topics that you that you uh, ex- talk about in your podcast I, I also like when you bring in guests um, of different, different. Um, so it's, it, it's not always about the market, but it, it is about how it affects finances mm-hmm. uh, when you bring in guests. So I like, I like to hear that. Um, t- today, I was just hoping to get a, a um, just general what you feel about the market. Um, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty. The the variant is starting to to pick up pace, and so how is that? Are, are we? And I, I don't know if you can answer the, this, but are we going to go back to a lockdown? Um, just mm. what do you see um, going forward on that? That's actually a good question, um, a a great question, right? And so, and you're right. You know, everything I'm going to say moving forward is um is like an opinion but i think the investment the investment part that i'm gonna say is like a it's like the right thing to do so so like i don't like i don't believe they're gonna do another lockdown um because the capital you know like will probably be stormed again you know like and i'm you know from both sides right so right not, they, they won't do that because it hurt too many people uh financially and a lot of us got ptsd from that and so they they um they won't do that um and i and i and i and i also think that you know there's a there's a part of the government that just understands like like i'm a student of history right and so if you look at the 1918 spanish pandemic flu it wasn't actually a spanish flu it was a global pandemic just spain was the only newspapers that allowed them uh the only country that allowed the newspapers to print the truth. Everybody else kind of lied about the numbers and what was going on, but it killed a lot of people. And it was a two year ordeal, right? And then, you know, and we hadn't really had flu before that. And now we all get flu shots, right? So, so, so part of it is just 
humans, we're terrible at adjusting to change and new things. And so COVID is here to stay, right? Uh, you know, yeah, it's worse than the flu, right? And, and the flu is worse than whatever we had before, but it's here to stay. And what, you know, what a lot of the folks know is that, uh, um, you know, um, uh, like how do we, uh, just like social media had us freak out about toilet paper in the pandemic, right? right. It's causing everybody to freak out about, you know, health, right? But, you know, it's, um, this is, this, it, it, they're, they're giving us an adjustment period, right? So, so the news is going to run a story because they get paid by keeping people scared and their eyeballs on the, you know, on the TV. You sure. know, the, the reality of people who run the country, like, well, hey, this is just one of those things that we got to deal with. And, you know, we got to show that we care because we don't, we don't want to look um, bad and get thrown out of office, but it's really like no longer a big deal. We're not going to shut down the economy because it's not, we assessed it is not as dangerous as we, you know, as we thought it was going to be because it, it was the right thing to do, take it serious in the beginning. But sure. they assessed it and was like, okay, this is something that we're just going to have to live with. And mm -hmm. so you kind, of, you kind of got that going on in the background and that they really can't say because it comes off insensitive and it's become a political thing. Um, so, 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 so you have that in the backdrop. But you also have what COVID did change, but it just changed the rules of the game when it comes to workplace and, and, and how we buy and things like that, which was, it was already happening, but it, it accelerated the change because if, if, if you look at like every hundred years, um, uh, you know, you know gr growing up, I used to watch um, the Discovery Channel a lot. And it was, I used to watch, you know, you watch the old lion fight the young lion. And eventually like when the old lion got too old and the young lion got strong enough, he took over the pride. And so that, that happens with humans, you know, every hundred years or so we're just everything in society changes right the uh you know the 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 older generation who built their wealth on the current system you know uh fights change and the younger people are like well hey we can't profit off the system because we're way too indebted you know and it, it doesn't work anymore we have to rebuild right so they, they go through and they rebuild commerce money right Healthcare, right, right. That's, that's how that's how U.S. was born. That's how Britain was born. How Spain was born. That's how um, the internet revolution came. You know, 20 years ago. And so we 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 are we're already through converting um, or in the you know we converted commerce. And so that's in in on the way we we began converting media, and that's kind of happening. Uh, now we're going on to money, right? Then we got healthcare. Like this is going to happen over the next 50 years or whatever that we continue to uh, convert stuff. And so from an investment standpoint. Um, it becomes real easy because you're like, cool, like we're living in a time period where um, um, we're going through a lot of change, which means you can make a lot of money because the, the way to make a lot of money in investing is you exploit human, um, uh, um, what do you call it? Human biases or human weaknesses, or yeah. I human emotions, right? You right. can human emotions and so we know that we're all naturally not wired to deal with change well and so you have this massive amount of wealth in this old system that no that everybody regardless of age understands is there right so if, if i ask anybody do you think college is worth the money that we pay for it on average people say no right do you love going to your bank no do you love going to the groups to the super to, the, to, to go shop no right like all these <laughs> things like we all hate it and yeah. so and there's better solutions, right? It, it's just, you know, what, um, uh, 
where are you in a level of adoption? So I'm a relatively early adopter, right? So, you know, we, we have iPhones, MacBooks, right? We got the wearables for working out. You know, we use all mobile banking, right? All the new apps, right? Um, you know, even in my business, you know, I'd already built my business to be, you know, digital before COVID happened. So when COVID happened, my business grew, but I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a, I'm an older millennial, you know, so I was kind of built for the, you know, I was built for the new age and I was one of the frustrated young folks that were just like, why, why won't, why are people still making us fax things? You know, like why, you know, it was just the old system because there were better ways. And so, um, and, and so going, going, going back to it, if you, um, and, and it's funny, a side note, a quote that, um, Andrew Carnegie uh, said back in the day, and I understand he was the old still, the old still man from the early 1900s when the world was changing for the first time. And he was like, uh, he was an older man by this time. And he was like, yeah, I only do business. I only do business with 35 year olds. And I was like, and I read this like 15 years ago. I was like, man, why is that? And so now I'm like, ah, he was smart because he's like, man, I'm, you know, I'm the, I'm, I'm the old line, right? But I need to find, yeah. I need to find some young lines that are hungry you know, and give my money to them and let them go eat at the other 65 year olds who are being stubborn, you yeah. know? Um, and so uh, go, that goes back to what I'm saying as far as like the investment horizon couldn't be more exciting and more easy because over the next decade, all those trends are accelerating. COVID accelerated those trends. And so the reason why I like Bitcoin or Square, you know, which is the digital JP Morgan or Shopify or Amazon or Facebook, um you know uh Ke you know kelly or kelly uh kathy woods arc etf which owns a bunch of these uh companies you know i you know i like those um a lot because they're built for um the the, the new world and i'm less excited about you know is you know exxon or valero because in the energy trend we're going to natural we're going to clean energy over the next 50 right. years. so i don't want to own that stuff um and you got a lot of folks who want to trade it from a cyclical standpoint, meaning, oh, it's time to own energy the next six months. I'm like, man, that's, that's tough to time, you know, sure. but, but what I do know is if I have a five-year time frame, five years from now, more, more people are going to use digital wallets than they are going to be going to their bank. And more people are going to trust the government money less than they trust it today, right? And I know that more, more people are going to be driving Teslas, uh, you know, than, than have bought gas guzzlers right right so you know so you just kind of invest with the change right and so that's i know that was a long way of saying it but it's uh you know it it will be chaotic because that's what change does whether it's covid whether it's you know beef with china you know in these crazy times where there's a lot of change like since humans don't deal with change you have a lot of volatility you know but the volatility is where the um where the opportunity is, if you can put money to work and then deal with the volatility, uh, you know, with, with calm nerves, there's a lot of money to be made. Yeah. But that's yeah. not, that's not easy. <laughs> it's, no. It's, it's... <laughs> <laughs> it isn't easy. Um, and, and you're right about change. I mean, I, I remember my oldest son when he was in diapers and he had a messy diaper and I told him, come here, let me change your, your, uh, diaper and he ran from me and he told he he ran and he and he said leave me alone <laughs> so I always think about that when when I'm faced with some kind of change um and and I think about 
I try to resist the resistance to change because I know that's where the growth is. That's it's inevitable. Number one, and and things that's how things get better. Um, mm-hmm. Yep. No, it you 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 were spot on. So it, it's that's why at the end I always say it's 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 simple, but it's not easy. Because my I, I text my buddy all the time, and he you know he's going down a rabbit hole into you know. Bitcoin and, and, and all that kind of stuff. And he's like, man, the more I read about this, the more it seems too good to be true. I was like, yeah, so is the printing press. I was like, you realize before the printing press, we were told what to think and how to think from priests. Like we couldn't read for ourselves. Say like, after we got the printing press, that's when we got like, you know, most of the gains that we have in innovation as humans came in the last few hundred years after the printing press, right? And we've been around for like millions of years and we were kind of stagnant because like nobody could read, but a few people, you know? Right, right. Yeah. So that that was a, an easy way to control information. You're right. You're exactly. Right. So, exactly. so if you don't mind, tell tell me what you think about Kathy Wood's art. I I've been watching that because it's a disruptor, um, mm-hmm. and 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 so I I've been uh, watching that since 2018, and of course it was doing really well then. Uh, so I'm not really sure what to think about it now. I mean, you yeah, mentioned so, it. So, so, so Kathy Woods is one of the, if not the biggest holding for all of my clients' um, stock part of the portfolio. Um, the the AR, ARKW specifically, like she has the ARKK, which is the flagship fund, and the ARKW, which is the the, the new internet fund. Um, and, and so both both of them have a lot of overlap. They're both good. But but I'm, I mean, I, I believe Kathy Wood is going to go down. You know, we're going to look back 20 years from now and she's going to be on Warren Buffett level, you know, because because she she has a good mix of like she's been in the industry for 20 years, 30, no, actually like 30 years. She's been in the industry since like late 70s. Right. But 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 she's smart like Carnegie and she has a bunch of 20 and 30 year olds that are on her team that does the research that like grew up with the Internet. So it's like no big deal, um, yeah. And and she and, she, and she's humble, you know. Which is tip, you know, and it doesn't it doesn't it doesn't um, uh, uh, shock me that she's a woman because women are typically like more humble than men, right? Yeah. Uh, so she's able to leverage her experience, but also balance that with humility to say, "Hey, young people, I I've studied uh, history." And these are the cycles, right? And the cycles are time tested, right? The same thing happens over and over and over again because of sociology. However, like the the, the packaging of how it looks, right? You know, we used to have horse and buggies for transportation. Now, then we went to cars, right? That's still transportation, right? But it just kind of evolved, right? right. But she knows the young people are going to know, you know, they're going to be like, oh yeah, like it's a no brainer. We're going to, autom- you know, we, you know, we trust driverless cars more than people who drive because people who drive don't even watch the road anymore you know so so um she has done a great job of building a a great team with the experience and she and she was right on all the major like turning points uh from innovation like she's right on tesla she's right on bitcoin she's right on shopify i mean you just look at all the stuff that she owns and she's like a lot more right than and a lot more wrong and that and it wasn't like it wasn't luck because she was very vocal about it. And then she was the first to use like the ETF structure as an active structure, which, you know, from a, from a practitioner, like that was genius. Like most retail investors won't understand the genius of that. But me, I was like, nobody's even thinking about doing that. 
and because um, ETFs were just passive vehicles only. And so she, she used that structure, um, which is very tax efficient, uh, but extremely transparent and said, yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do this structure and then force the industry to start doing it. So she's an innovator um, on, on, on that level too. But, um, but yeah, I mean, she, you know, uh, I tell my buddy, I say, if I, if I ever like just stopped managing money and went to go do something else in my life, I would put half of money with her funds and then the other half of Bitcoin and then like go do what I'm going to do. Wow. That's, that's quite a, quite a, uh, a, um, oh, what am I trying to say? Uh, impressed, impressed with Kathy Wood. So, and you know, one thing that I like about you, Philip, is how much, you know, not just about investments, but just like the history and in one of one of the podcasts I listen to is uh, that you always read about the old guys, the old stuff, how that, and 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 how and that has served you well apparently because you just know so much. So I, I like I like that. Oh, I had another question. Oh, Appreciate how that. about the economy and inflation? Um, I keep hearing. Well, Jerome Powell said it's it's temporary. But uh, tell me your take on it. Okay, that's a great question. I'm, gl I'm glad you asked that too. So, you know, th there, there are, so let, let, let me go back to inflation, right? Or let me actually go to, to the financial system and, and, and okay. why we are where, where we are. So um, the current financial system, it, it used to be backed by like our, well, Money used to be backed by gold, right? If you're really going to want to go far, far back, right? Money used to be gold. And then, um, and then when you got governments, they would say, okay, we need to um, centralize money, um, but we, we need to separate it from the people who run the government because like, right, they're, they're going to do it. They're going to do whatever, whatever they got to do to stay in power. So, you know, if you run a business, you got to have money that's not moving up and down a lot, you know, uh, every day because we got to be able to trade um, sure. the money and so they were like let's let's not just um, give the government power to just create money at will we need to have the central bank um, you know uh, manage the money and separate that from the government and then the central banks which is which is another which is another organization it's actually not a government organization it's a private organization but it works with the government and, and what the central banks would do is they would, they would create money, but they would back it by gold. And so um, uh, there was an acceptable, right? So for example, if, they, if, if the economy had $100 million worth of money and there was $50 million worth of gold back in the $100 million of money, right? And I'm making up the numbers. Sure. That, 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 that would make business people feel comfortable investing their money in that economy because it had enough gold to back the money, right? But if it was $50 million of, of gold and, you know, $5 billion worth of money, it would be like, uh, you know, uh, that's, that's too big of a, um, a gap. gap because, you know, like not everybody's going to want their money at one time, but if only a few people wanted their money, it like bankrupts the system. And so the, the, the gold standard was a way to bring stability to the financial system and keep the government in check, right? So, so you fast forward to uh, World War II and the, you know, we won. And so everybody, and so everybody who, who was, we were all trading, 
we said, hey, listen, we got to have a central place to put all of our money um, so we can so we don't have to trade and buy oil and goods and different currencies. We can just have one currency we trade in. And so it was it was in the dollar. And so everybody stored their gold in the U.S. And so and so then that worked because we were supposed to be responsible, not overspend. But then, you know, uh, the Vietnam War and all that, like the ratio of gold to to dollars in the system got too out of whack. And so countries start coming to say, hey, you know, we want our gold back because this is out of whack. And, and that's when Nixon, when you hear Nixon came up the gold standard of 71, he basically said, no, we're not doing that. So that's, that's basically like filing bankruptcy. You're like, hey, you're, they're like, hey, you promised and you didn't. And they're like, no, you just have to, you know, we'll give you back dollars, but not the gold. Like we're keeping the gold. And so that that's that's when you had like 70s. You, 70s inflation was two things. It was... Um, no longer trust in the dollar because it was no longer backed by anything. And you had the boomer generation, which is the largest generation coming to the workforce, right? And spending the money. Um, and right. so it, it was kind of a perfect storm of like crazy inflation. And so, um, and so, th so that was like the new, what we call fiat systems where, where most currencies start um, trading um, without really any gold you know, um, um, back in it. So that, so that's the current system, um, uh, that we're on that, that we're under. Right. And so, so during that time you would have, you would have people look at economies and say, okay, since they don't have gold, then we're going to look at, um, how strong the economy is, right. Are they, are they running deficits? How much debt do they owe? Kind of like you would look at a person, you know, when you want to loan them money, right. Uh -huh. You may say, you may say, okay, I'll give this person money if they don't have any assets, but they got to have real strong cash flows, right? And the ability to pay it back in the future. Sure. And so, and so that, that, so, so you would have the dollar where we, our, our dollar didn't go um, down in value a, a lot after we rate, after we rate interest rates a bit, because we were like, cool, we'll, we'll pay the world more interest rates. And we had the strongest military and the best economy. So it was cool versus like um, an Argentina or Venezuela or you know some other country that had dictators that were just uh, screwing people over and stealing money. Um, yeah, their 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 currency would um, you know just go down in value because there was just no trust and and you know they were like somebody who had a bad credit score. Uh, but but now we're at the point where um, the U.S. is like broke, right? Because our labor is high, you know. So so to be competitive. In a global market, we don't want competitive because it costs too much to make stuff here, um, right. and we're like super in debt, right? And uh, we've really maxed out on productivity, right? So we, you know, um, you can be competitive to productivity, but we're kind of maxed out there. So then the world looks at it and they're like, "Well, man, they're doing this and they're printing more money, right?" Which is not good. So if mm -hmm. you know, um, and so it's like cool, like. This the if 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 I were a bank underwriter and I were looking at the the U.S. Um, finance situation and they were saying I want to borrow money, I'm like, you're kind of like a you know you're kind of like a 58 year old who's been in the same job for 30 years, so you're not going to really become more productive in the same role, right? You can learn something new, but in this role, you're you're not going to be as productive, and you've maxed out on salary cap, and and you got to you know, 50% of your, you know, uh, 50% debt ratio. So I'm not, right. I'm not, lending, I'm not lending you money. Right. right. And, so, and so, so then, um, so that's kind of where we are in the world right now. So what that, what that means is um, 
uh, oh, and by the way, like the governments can't stop printing money because in order to, in, in order to pay for our deficits, they have to print money to fill the holes. They can't like tax, they can't, there's no, the Democrats or Republicans are gonna argue, but what everybody knows who like, who studies balance sheets is there is no tax rate. There is no amount of taxes that you can tax to cover the deficit. Like right. it's way too big, you know? Um, and, 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 and so, um, so they're doing a dance. People are like, okay, we know, we know they got to keep rates low because if they, if the, if the government raises interest rates, their borrowing costs go up and we already can't afford our deficit and they got to keep printing money. So if you say, all right, you, you got to keep printing money. Um, and you have a lot of slow growth, right. And, um, you got to keep rates low. Um, that, that doesn't, that doesn't necessarily translate into, um, a lot of inflation because you got two, you have two, you have two um, forces pushing against each other. So you have like slow growth, which is deflationary, right? Which like in if 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 you were to say the natural forces or how things would go if they didn't mess with stuff, like all asset prices would drop back down to like 1980 levels. You know, like real estate, stocks, bonds, because it's it's way too expensive for our level of uh, for our level of growth, right? You right. know it. Uh, if 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 they didn't mess with the market, by the way, like wages would fall too. So if those, you know, houses would be more affordable, but wages would fall, but it would net net be good because, you know, even if wages fell, you could still, the houses would be cheaper, the cost of living would be cheaper and everybody would still be happy after the carnage, right? You know, right. Uh, but but right now we're we're so far beyond that to where they they can't let it fall because like the carnage that that ensues as you go back to those levels mm-hmm. are um you know it it would like like we had like a revolution you know what i mean like yes people, people would be on the streets and so they so so what they have to do is they have to print and because the printing um keeps us from roaming the streets it also props up terrible businesses that probably should go out of business Right, huh. but they, but they don't want those people in the streets, right? So yeah. they're like, they're like, if we if we let if we let things free float, then businesses go out of business, people lose jobs, labor gets chopped because because printing this money for so long has has kept up. I like to use for example, banks. Most of them should went out of business, but then they would have had a bunch of folks unemployed and a bunch of young people roaming the streets, you know, looking for stuff to get into because you know. But what it also did too was, you know, if if you look at the new companies like the the Teslas and the Shopify's and, and the crypto companies, they have a shortage of workers and they pay a lot. And so when you have companies like the banks or GM that are that have kept workers on for 15 years doing work that probably shouldn't have been done in a normal situation because they would have went out of business, those workers should have been retrained a long time ago, but they were wow. not, right? And a lot of them now are like 50, 40. And you know, there's a lot of folks that, that are not going to like, like we talked about before, change. So they're, they're not going to get retrained. Um, um, so, so, so I'm laying a backdrop to say they're going to keep printing. And what's going to happen is we're going to build um, j- just like uh, Britain, like before America, before World War II, the hundred years before Britain was like the epitome of the world. And then they, and they, they in 1940s were where we were, where we are right now. Right. And just like Britain, didn't just implode, it died a slow death, right? If you look at the average net worth of the average Brit versus the average American over the last hundred years, like we we slowly surpassed them over time. Like it's way better to be in America now than it is to be in, in, in the UK. 
And wow. so it was, a, it was a slow death. And so what you're going to have, at least my hypothesis is over the next, you know, 50 years, you have people that embrace the internet and people that don't. And then the ones that embrace are going to be like Americans relative to Britons over the next 50 years. That's why you see so many young people getting rich so fast because they're like, I'm not fighting it. This is where the world is going. So I'm going to embrace yeah. it. You know, just, just like the people who moved to America and came to the brave new world got really rich relative to their family members who stayed in Britain or wherever other parts of the world. Like, you know, when America was actually an immigrant country, right, the, the wealth that was built from everybody who came over here relative to everybody else who stayed was not even close. And so um, I'm not, I'm not going to answer your inflation question, but I'm, 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 I'm giving you insight into um, uh, we're going to have periods of time where prices continue to get a little bit more expensive little by little because they're printing money. But I don't think it's going to get crazy because we're not growing enough. Right. And, right, but, right. But, 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 but what happens is if you, if you, if you price, so like if you, um, I, don't, I don't know what your experience of looking at um, outside currency from different countries, but for example, if you look at the Venezuelan stock market and you price it in Bolivars, right, it looks like asset prices have gone up a lot, but really it's just the Bolivar went down a lot more than the asset prices. But okay. But if you price it in dollars, it looks like the Bolivar has collapsed a lot, right? And the stock market, and yeah. the stock market has co collapsed in, in a lot because it's, it's what you is like as it, it's what you price it um, relative to, if that makes any sense. Sure, sure. If, if, if I'm explaining that right, and so if you if you also so now if you go back and you take the concept and then you price, um, you know, stocks, bonds, real estate, first in gold right? They're really not that expensive. They're really not that overvalued, you know, relative to what people are saying. If you price it in Bitcoin, the currency that we're moving to, the native internet currency, um, then it's like down a lot. Like all U.S. asset prices are down a lot. If you, if you held Bitcoin for the last five years on your balance sheet as cash relative to everything else, and then you look at your pricing power for buying a home or any other goods, like it's not even close. You know, the reason and it's the reason why so many so many of these rich kids are getting so rich is they're putting their money in, you know, new age stocks, new age assets, new age, com new age companies and their pricing power relative to everybody else who are keeping their money in fiat um, or, you know, regular money type assets right, is getting, right. is getting bigger and bigger. And, and, I, and that's how it's going to play out. I don't think it's going to be some big collapse. It's going to be a 20, 30, 40 year. Um, bifurcation of um, uh, of classes based on who embraced the internet versus who didn't, yeah. and, and, and and that's where the quote unquote hyperinflation comes. Right, right. Gotcha. That that, that was that was a very good explanation. Thank you, thank you for and, and the the history. I like I liked uh, the history of of where we've been to where we are today. Uh, I heard somebody say that that you know the baby boomers. There was a, I'm a baby boomer. There's a lot of us, um, but that there's even more millennials. Do, is that the, is that true? Do you know? Yeah, you know, I, I've heard that too. I haven't actually looked it up. I think I, I think there's at least just as many millennials, baby boomers. I'm 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 pretty sure I read that multiple places, but I haven't actually looked at the numbers. 
Um, but yeah, it's, it's a lot of millennials. And, and I am, I am impressed with, with uh, how smart some of them are. And like you say, you know, they're, they're very quick to, to uh, adopt innovation, whereas baby boomers were not, you know, we, we hesitate and but you know, is it in all relatives? Because how, how, you know, how much stuff did y'all do that your parents and grandparents didn't do, right? I mean, I feel like the baby boomers are what what created a lot of change in racial issues, women's issues. You know, like because um, I talked to, you know, I hear stories from my parents' parents, and they acted, you know, they saw life way different than what you know my parents and my in laws saw life. Yeah, it's, it's all yeah. relative. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, like my my mother-in-law still uh, finds it incredible that you can deposit. You don't have to go to the bank to deposit a check. And <laughs> and my my twenty-something son never goes to the bank, and he just sits at the kitchen table and takes pictures and deposits his checks. And <laughs> mm-hmm. so so I see I see it. We've got. Um, my mother-in-law in her 80s, my husband and I in our 60s, and then we have 20-something sons. And I see the difference between all, all three generations. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so. no, it, 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 I'm, I'm just having my, my mother-in-law. She's on Instagram. We got her on Cash App two weeks, two weeks ago. And, uh, you know, she, she keeps struggling. I'm like, I, I say, I'm, I'm praying I'm like you when I'm, when I'm almost 70 because, you know, to – you know, she struggles through it, but we finally got her on cash. I was like, look, mama, you can just get money because uh, get money and receive money easy. So I set it up on her phone and now she's all excited asking for bingo money. Oh, nice. So, uh, so what is cash app? I, I didn't, I don't know that app. So, so cash app is the reason why none of us carry cash. You know, a lot, a lot, a lot of times I'll go to valet or I'll go somewhere, even my barber, cause he's, he's almost 50 and he's my cousin and he, you know, he'll, I don't carry cash, and so Cash App is like um like digital cash. So it it's a it's an app that links to my bank account, and it'll um it'll send money from my account to your account. So like if we're out to dinner or whatever, and you forget your wallet, um, or you don't have cash, then you you'll say, hey Philip, go ahead and take care of it, and then I'll just hit you with the cash right here via Cash App. So I can pay for it on my card, and you can immediately send me, you know, the cash to my Cash App like instantly and i don't have to say i don't have to call you next week saying hey you know hey patricia you didn't you didn't give me my money <laughs> you know because <laughs> i have i do have venmo because my my son okay, yeah, yeah, it's yeah my son venmo. set me up with venmo so is it similar to, to that y- yep Pay, paypal owns venmo and cash app is owned by square so you know venmo is is regional. Venmo is more used in California and, 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 and globally. Texas is just big on Cash App, but Cash App is getting bigger and bigger too. But yeah, Venmo is, um, I'm, I think Venmo has like more customers than Cash App, but Cash App is catching them. Gotcha. Gotcha. And and then uh, we have some rental properties since, and sometimes some of our contractors ask if we have sale, which we don't. Um, so well, if, if, if you bank with one of the big banks, like, um, bank of America, Frost, JP Morgan, Wells Fargo, um, they all have it built into their app a lot. Okay. Um, so, so you, you have to just sign up for it. 
I, I was my, my, my contractor, uh, Eddie, he was over here and he was like, he was like, yeah. Uh, Cause he, he, he did all of does all our plumbing stuff and things that we need to run around the house. And he's like, yeah, I got a couple clients that owe me a few thousand bucks. And they asked me about, you know, uh, Zelle and, uh, and uh, you know, I'm, uh, I didn't have it. So I'm waiting to get paid. And I said, give me your phone. What are you bank? He's like, well, Fargo, I went in there. I set it up for him. And as soon as, as, soon as I did it, he sent his buddy a text and got, got paid right then. He's like, Oh man, wow. I should have been on this. Wow. I, I, I tell you that, um, there's there's an opportunity for for a young person like you to teach some some of us old dogs some new tricks when it comes to to money like that <laughs> yeah yeah no I, that, that's why i try to always just just do it because i'm like one day i'm gonna be 60 and based on like because i i look at what the 20 year olds or even my son are doing you know my, my sons are doing i'm like yeah i'm i don't i don't understand i'm not gonna understand y'all's world i'm i'm getting right, right. And that, that's the difference between like my generation growing up, the older people had the experience of how things worked. But now with the baby boomers, we, we do have experience of how things worked the old way, but there's so much new way stuff that we don't know. Mm -hmm. and, and, and I think that's where I think like you mentioned, so many young people are getting wealthy because they know the new way. And um, there's so much opportunity there in the new way. I, I try to I try to stay up with it, but um, obviously I'm not doing as good a job as, as I can. But listen, yeah. you, are, you 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 listen to a podcast and you are on a Zoom live call. I, I, I call that pretty progressive because <laughs> I, 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 I still have to show a lot of folks in their 40s how to actually listen to a podcast um so you know it's it's aging up quick um but but no i think i think you're you're pretty progressive and like i said i i admire folks like kathy woods and andrew carnegie who do it thrive i'm like that's that's what i'm gonna do i don't yeah. i don't expect to catch up i'm just gonna surround myself with you know, yes that's a, that's a good that is good advice that is good advice so thank you so much i i won't keep you anymore thank you so much for your time i i feel like like i i won the lottery because i got a one-on-one -on -one with you uh thank you philip i i listen to your podcast all the time and uh and you're very intelligent and i appreciate you sharing so much information with us especially as old baby boomers 